Hi, I'm Joel. Hey, I'm Josh, and welcome to our podcast, You Know What. Follow us on Twitter at YKW underscore girl. Or you can email us at you know what though at gmail.com. Hi, Josh. Guys, 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 ladies, gentlemen. Wait, I said hi, Josh. You didn't say hi, Joel. Girls and gays, this wow. is. I feel like we haven't spoken to y'all in forever. Some of you may have heard um, our announcement. It was <laughs> one shoot, one lie. One lie meaning I did not go to Coachella. <laughs> one shoot meaning Joel had to undergo a surgery. And the girls cannot lose weight on their own, so they are removing their organs. Like, what is going on? Summer is coming up. Summer is coming up, so I have to do whatever I had to do. But you're not going to say hi to me? I feel some kind of way about that. Girl, I don't e- right now, I don't even know if I'm speaking to a ghost, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but, okay, well, I'm going to be leading today's episode. Um, hi, Joel, how are you? I am fine. I am recovering. I'm on the mend. Thank you. Girl, I have some questions, but before we get into that, let's do our <laughs> 30 seconds or less. Get it off my breast. So what I had to get off my chest was um, I've recently started shopping at a bargain grocery because your girl is poor. So I need to shop with the poor people shop. So I bought like some pork at the bargain grocery. And girl, those expiry dates are lying because I am so fucking gassy. And wow, you you eating questionable meat? Girl, legit. I'm like legit, like disgustingly gassy from their pork. So now I'm just like, can't poor people have anything nice? Are you gonna are you gonna um end up in the hospital? <sighs> Girl, well, I, I know my inside like a vegan. My body can handle anything. <laughs> you shouldn't be having You should not Girl, be having me. Girl, do you... Okay, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you even have 30 seconds to get something off your chest and you just want to dive right into your <laughs> Um, What I want to get off my chest is actually... um similar to what you've been trying to get off your chest so so when i when i i guess i guess i should be save this for the main conversation so let me let me just leave it up. <laughs> okay yeah, 30 seconds are up anyway yeah my 30 seconds is up so let's start from the beginning because yeah. i also i felt a little bad because uh, this started on friday when Actually, no, it started on Thursday because what happened on Thursday is on my way to work. So this is TMI, but I usually have two bubble movements every morning. Mm-hmm. One before I, one when I get up and then one after I have breakfast. So I, I get up, mm-hmm. bathroom, I go to the gym, I come home, I have breakfast, mm-hmm. I use the bathroom again, and then I take a shower and go to work. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I did my, my usual routine. Schedule. But then... I was on the way to work and how I like before I got to the train, I was like, oh my God, I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna shit myself. So that was the first sign, but I just thought it was a mild diarrhea. So it started on Thursday. Well, you know what? The girls be bubbling. So Joel, he told me he had a little diarrhea and he came to me because I 
basically get diarrhea at least every, every other week. Well, every month, you know, thanks for that. Because I have a shitty diet, so stuff just be shaking me up. So he came to the doll for advice. And I was like, <laughs> as a girl, a little food poison never hurts. And you'll end up looking better. And it's a good better. way to lose weight. <laughs> I like girl, it's a good way to lose weight. And you'll end up much better on the outside. Because I've been having this whole stomach problem. The next day, Joel is repeatedly on diarrhea and repeatedly vomiting. And he comes to obviously the person who gives the worst advice. We've heard this a few podcasts before, ask okay. Josh. So I was like, I was like, girl, yes, vomit it out, ride it <laughs> out. Yes, yes, this is summer. <laughs> Joel, being the good person that he is, the wise person, decides to go to the hospital. And then they prescribe you like over-the-counter drugs. So I didn't go to the hospital immediately. What I did was... Um, at work, we have this this uh, service where you can call a doctor. If you can't see a doctor immediately, you can call and talk to someone over the phone. Mm-hmm. So I did speak to a doctor over the phone, but but because he couldn't physically see or touch to assess me, he said it doesn't sound like anything other than um, food poisoning. So he prescribed some medication and sent it to my pharmacy. And I picked it up um, thinking it was food poisoning. I took the medication and and um, some of my pain was alleviated, but I did realize that I still had a nagging pain on the right side because initially the pain was on my left side, but after taking the medication, it was on my right side. And that's what made me say, okay, let me go to the hospital. Well, long story short, the doctor told Joel to have some Pepto-Bismol and go about his way. Yeah. And Joel was like, no, you're not about to do me like this. And how did they test to see if like it was your appendix? How does that work? Um, so they they basically squeeze your appendix if you're a zabuka to see if you say ouch. And you was doing that. I was saying ouch, yeah. Um, but what they do is they make you drink a liter of water. Yeah. Um, and then they put you through um a CAT scan. And then they take, uh, they do a blood test as well. So I guess they're looking to see if you have um, like white cells. Yeah, like more yeah. white blood cells and stuff like that. So they do blood work, the CAT scan, um, the physical examination, and that's how they determine if you have um, an appendix issue or not. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, I this is something I always get from my doctor saying my white blood cells are kind of high. So go... Maybe I'm just walking poison at this point. I'm just immune to the shit. I have to say, they were very, they were very thorough, and all of my blood work came back. Besides the, the my blood cells, my blood work came back really good. I looked at my charts, um, and like they looked at my prostate, my liver, everything, and I'm in really good health. So you're STI free as well. Yes, I'm happy about that. Okay, girl. So. Let me lead back to leading this back to leading this charge, this interview of mine, because I truly want to know. Because the girl, like, I don't think I don't think people really realize how like severe like appendix problems are. Like you can die from like ignoring it. But is it where they're like so when I go to do like physicals and they squeeze my side, I feel like it always hurts. So what's like the difference? 
between appendix pain and like, ow, you're squeezing my fucking hard. Well, what angle are you in when you're getting taking dick? Because if your side always hurting, baby, maybe you need to switch it up. Well, you know what? If the person <laughs> who never bought them getting <laughs> intestinal inside problems, then the rest of us are doomed, honey. Uh, okay, so I, get- serious, I think I think no. Um, the thing with appendix on a serious note is it's usually on persistent persistent pain on the lower right side, but appendix problems could present itself in different ways. Because for me, initially, I felt it's on my left side. So it can start on your left and move to your right. But I, I don't think you would really know unless a doctor examines you. But I think rule of thumb, if you feel persistent pain, especially on the right side, definitely see a doctor. Yeah. Okay, so I have like a few comments. Mm-hmm. So while you were undergoing this traumatic experience, mm-hmm. I was truly, the girl was shook. I was on the other side of the United States, helpless. Joel obviously didn't tell nobody. So I told he, you. I said. I no, said. He, no, you told you told me. I told a very. But, I told very few people. So I really didn't know who knew. So I was like, oh my god, like this boy can't dare and not leave anything behind for me. So I, <laughs> had, to, I had to make sure the dog was fine. So I, you know, I, I wasn't contact with you know his caretaker and with my boo and i was like i was like is he okay what's happening so shout out to him he definitely kept me did a good room. job he did a good job he stepped up he definitely stepped up and between yeah. you me and our other listeners i i can say this now but when you came out of the hospital well you only came out of the surgery room and you were like still under anesthesia yeah as a reward for him taking care of you and also keeping me in the loop, I gave him like a tip. I told him and I could read the message to you. It's never just the tip. So I would really want to know how much you gave him. I gave him a little tip. I said, okay, he said, hospital call surgery went well. He's recovering at the hospital now. And I said, Nice. If I were you, I'd rush over and interrogate him while he's still loopy from the anesthesia to extract some tea girl. <laughs> Gonna pull out all the tricks when trying to get these men to express themselves. <laughs> that, was just, that was just a little hot tip I gave him. I'm not sure if he used it. Well, he didn't have to. But, well, um, when I woke up, apparently we, him and I had, him, I and the nurse had a whole thing that I don't remember because apparently I, when I woke up, I messaged him and I said, hey, this surgery is done. Come get me. And then the nurse apparently was telling me that I can't leave. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Joelle was one of those mental patients who was like, let me go, let me go. And the no, nurse was like, no, bad. you can't, you can't. Bad. But the nurse was telling me I can't leave. And then I, I called him and I was like, hey, I'm done. Like, come get me. And then the nurse had to take the phone and be like, he's not going to leave right now. And you saw me snatching. Like, get him out <laughs> I didn't know was, like, no, I don't think I was. He just grabbed the phone. He just grabbed the phone. I was like, oh, what is this? An iPhone nine? <laughs> but um, Michael said that I was negotiating with the nurse to leave, and she was basically telling me that I can't leave. Um, you know, okay, I, I don't have I, no memory of that. 
I didn't want to, I wanted to say this, this part for the pod, but you know why I think you're probably like yelling at her to leave. Cause girl, one thing you don't like is a hospital bill. So you were probably just like, you were probably in your head like a light. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what had me nervous and shook. So I got to the hospital and, um, when they did all the tests, they said, okay, we have to transfer you to another hospital to do the surgery. We're going to call the ambulance. And I was like, Ooh, no, we call an ambulance. I'll take I'm a Uber. Five there. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, that's not necessary. Um, and then um, I signed discharge papers saying that I would find my own way to the, um, to the, to the other hospital. And then the other doctor came and she's like, you know, tell me why are you so against going in the ambulance? I said, because I can't afford this shit. Like it's too expensive. And then she said, no, it's 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 gonna be free because it's an emergency and be transferring you from one uh facility to the other. If it is I get a bill, if I get a bill for this ambulance, I will see you in court. And then at every turn, I kept asking them, I said, okay, do you need my insurance information? And everybody kept saying, No, we don't need your insurance information. So I was like, this is very weird. You're not going to send me a bill for thousands of dollars and not bill yeah. my insurance. So today, actually, I got an email saying that my um, bill was ready. And do you want to guess how much it was? The overall or after insurance? Uh, the overall. Girl, I'm going to say 10000 so it was actually like six hundred dollars, and they 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 absorbed four hundred and forty dollars. So I only had to pay one hundred and sixty dollars out of pocket, but it was itemized and it said doctor services. So I don't think that is even for blood tests or the um the ambulance or the hospital bed or anything. That was just for the checkup, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna uh, get billed like. No, but I, I got him to reduce it to zero because I said, listen, you sent me this bill, but I don't see my insurance information on here and no one took my insurance information. So I'm sending this back to you and I'm going to give you my insurance information. So they said, okay, give us 30 days and we'll figure it out. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous about the bill. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you know, you probably legit, like probably three like agencies pass you along each with their own like thing insurance in this country is very difficult to understand and to navigate yeah um so yeah actually i got a bill for 30 dollars just last week for my last doctor visit for my prep checkup in january in january yeah I'm just like, you know, you know what I hate? I hate when that happens. Like that happened to me just two weeks ago. I got a bill for my same prep doctor from like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And on the bill, they were like, oh, the deadline is like in two days. You have to pay this. And I'm just like, you'll wait two months. I know you want to give me like two, three days to pay this. Yeah. And you're supposed to have like 30 days to pay your bill or something like that, right? So. Girl, it was late. Girl, well, I'm happy you survived. And people, I just want also big shout outs to the person that stepped up the most. That, you know, Joel, the way he be treating people, he had someone that let him stay by them until he recovered. <laughs> and truly, 
truly, it, it truly touched me because I didn't know how these people looked at Joel, but you know, he must be doing something right. Doing everything right, baby. Girl. You know what was, you know, what was very disappointing? Well, difficult, when we were coming back from the hospital, that was the day of, um, there was a marathon in New York, so all of the streets were closed off. So that was a difficult thing to navigate. And how then- do, How does like, how do we cover? We work like, like what do you have to do? Just rest? Like how do you know when your stuff is like stitched up properly? Like- well, Thank you for cutting me off, but I will <clears throat> answer your question. Um, this is a very difficult period for me because you know, I'm a very active guy. You know, I love running. I love, wow, okay, wow, Josh. <laughs> Physically active guy. Okay. Don't make me laugh. I'm not supposed to laugh. <laughs> Stop it. I just feel like I heard this excuse before. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an echo, you know, it's a no longer active. But go ahead. I'm screaming. I'm screaming on the inside. Anyway. Um yeah, I, I can't I can't lift anything for more than I can't lift anything more than 10 pounds for the next four to six weeks. No running, no playing tennis, no, like nothing too strenuous. Um, in two weeks, I see the doctor again and she's gonna assess me to see how everything is going. But I will say, I don't really feel much pain. I mm-hmm. think they did a really good job. Um, they, they gave me some really strong um, painkillers. They gave me- Oh my uh, God, could you not use all and save some for when I visit? They gave me oxycodone. I only used one actually, and I haven't used any since because I felt like I was okay. And those things are very addictive. Those are, leg- those are like drug drugs. Like people yeah, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not Percocet, but it's like in that same family. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then even like, I'm not going to lie, when they, then I woke up from the anesthesia and I went back to bed. That was some of the best sleep I ever had. I mean, I had a whole altercation within this and I didn't even remember. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was, it was, um, I, I, I didn't really feel any pain. Was it a nice deep sleep? Yeah. So I, I am definitely like a hospital panic person. So yeah. like when you, when you heard like you had to go into surgery and shit was getting real, like, yeah. were you scared? Like, what was going through your head? Um, I've, I've never had, like, a serious surgery. Yeah, this is my first surgery, too. And once I got, once I knew I had to do go to the hospital, I knew it was going to be, um, I knew it was going to be surgery. So I, I think I kind of mentally prepared myself a lot. It wasn't a situation where I, I, I went in for one thing and then they just, went, oh, curveball, get to the surgery. So I, I kind of mentally yeah. knew that. Um. And I think what kind of made me feel comfortable going in is just the level of professionalism. Um, the doctors didn't seem too young, so I felt like, okay, they had mm. um, some experience. And I think they took a lot of time to explain to me in detail exactly what each one of them was going to do. So the, the anesthesiologist explained what he was going to do. I guess you can call her the surgeon. She explained what she was going to do. Like each person explained mm. what the role was. And it made me feel really comfortable. And then they asked me if I had any questions, you know. So, yeah, I felt good. Girl, I honestly, that's like, I need to research some of that. Because I know, like, in California, 
some emergency care hospitals don't take all insurance. Yeah, like you have to be, you have uh, to be really careful about that shit. Like, listen, halfway through, like when half, like before, while I was, be- no, yeah, while I was being wheeled in to do the CAT scan, I got on my phone. I was like, hold up, do they take my insurance? So then I had to check because <laughs> no, that shit. I was gonna be like, listen, I need to leave. Legit, I would legit give them someone else's social security. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> and then you know what's so funny? Before I left, I asked the woman again. I was like, "Hey, are you sure you don't need my insurance?" She was like, "Listen, just leave. If we need to bill you, we will find you." And I was like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> and it's so true. Bitch, let, let them putting a chewbacca inside of you. <laughs> yeah, girl. I wonder if you shut yourself from the hospital, the surgery table. I don't think so. Because, like, I mean, you know... I wouldn't know. Because, like, you were drugged and you had diarrhea. So, and usually you fast before surgery, but you... No, I did fast. I, I, fasted by, I fasted by the force because I had um, severe vomiting. Oh, because you couldn't eat. Before. I okay, couldn't okay. eat, yeah. Um, I, I, I love say, this. Yeah. I will say that um, going under is a weird experience because yeah describe this okay so they kind of tell you what they, they're gonna do and then it was like in a movie because you had like all the doctors around you each one of them saying who they are what they're gonna do etc mm-hmm. and then like you it's like you don't see it coming one minute you're fully awake and then the next minute somebody's waking you up out of surgery and you have no memory of what happened in that time period. Wait, so they wake you up? They wake you up? Like, they wake me up when I was done. So the surgery took about an hour. Yeah. But to me, it seems like five minutes. Because oh I remember, God, I, remember so them, I remember them talking to me. And then the next thing I remember was a nurse waking me up and, and talking to me and telling me, like, this is what we're going to do moving forward. So for that that time period, I have no memory. And then it's it's like, you know, like even when you're sleeping, even if you're in a deep sleep, when you're sleeping, you still remember something. So you might remember when you when you turned or if somebody come into the room. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's just like Girl, they slice you over like up this, this might be a little bit macabre or out there, but it made me realize like. I can't believe I want to say this, but girl, just say medically and do suicide. Per... No, no, well, not that, but I was gonna say like being dead might not be a bad thing because you really don't know what's going on. Girl, you know what? I, as you were describing it, I was like thinking that's exactly the process, like the lethal injection is, like you don't feel pain, but well, it's like. I- Mm, I think if you're if you're like a prisoner or whatever, you will feel fucked up the moment leading up to that. Like that would be psychological torture. But girl, the thing is, like the scary part is you you don't you didn't even dream, like you just yeah. I was I had no idea what was going on. Like you think you think it was five minutes, but girl, like imagine you just not waking up, like you just. Like that's just it. Like you just if I, if I did up. not wake, if I did not wake up, I would have no idea. But at least I think I would have no idea. Girl, you have nothing. You have you have you're dead. You have no, you nothing. Yeah. Like so you I'm, have, just, I'm just wondering if that is what death is like. 
like just no existence. Girl, that is so scary. I feel like when honestly, I feel like if that was me and I was getting put to sleep, like my last words would be like, "No, I didn't shave." <laughs> or they shaved. They shaved my pubes. You know, actually, that was something else I had on my topics to talk about. Because <laughs> you claim to be hairless, but we saw the evidence, girl, and you had to, your stomach had to be shaved. Yeah, they shaved my, but it had to shave my pubes, yeah. How did, why did they go down that low? Because they do an incision, Um, I guess you could see on your bikini line. Mm-hmm. I sent you a picture of it? Yes, I'm looking at it as we speak. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah. Girl, we love this scar for you. It's four incisions, one on the bikini line, one on the belly button, and then two more. Girl, not, not you having a hot C-section. <laughs> and you know what's painful? You know what's actually more painful on this surgery, for me at least? So what they do is they fill up your, your abdomen with some kind of air or gas or something like that. And uh, not all is released. So, while you're up or while you're sleeping? While you're under. Yeah. So when they you back up, you, you feel the gas trying to escape through your muscles and it's very painful. Oh, I, you know, I find you was looking bloated, you know, but I didn't Yes, yes, I was very bloated. I Wait, was, so the gas tried to escape through your muscle, like your skin? I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but I, I felt, I felt like this gas. You know, whenever gas pain? Yeah. It felt like that, but a lot more intense. How did it come out? I have no idea. You told me farting in your sleep. Oh, that's another thing. This is gross, but they didn't want me to leave the hospital until I farted until I, uh, and until I took a piss. Yeah, I hear like farting is like the, the thing. For what? Um, uh, appendix or just general surgery? Your appendix, specifically. Mm. Yeah, they wanted me to fart really bad. Did you? Um, I didn't fart before I left the hospital, but actually <laughs> I've been making notes so I could tell my doctor I passed gas on Sunday at 4, sorry, at 5 p.m. Are the farts iconic or is it nothing? Mm, it's regular flatulence. It's nothing crazy. So between you and me and everyone else, so you're supposed to be resting for four to six weeks. Yes. Am I going to have sex? Was that gas? No, this is uh, my water bottle. Oh. Well, let's, let's say sex is something, but, but what can you do sexually? Like, can you even jerk off? Like, what do you do? Like, do you just, can, can you get head? You just can't get rough up? Like, because I know, I know if it's one person. Wow. I would advise I, you not to finish that sentence. <laughs> I know of all the people. <laughs> I know, you know. So, girl, what is your plan for the next four to six weeks? What are you going to say? I'm only going to say what? What is your plan for the next four to six weeks, girl? Um, honestly, so for the past two days, I haven't had a sex drive. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but I'm not. I'm probably going to try to not have sex for the next two weeks until I see my doctor. So are you gonna jerk off or no? Are you just not gonna do anything? I haven't felt the need to, which is really odd because I do that at least once a day, at least once a day. I guess it would also be weird to do that in someone else's apartment. Not just that, but it's just like I don't know. 
We'll we'll see. I will keep you guys updated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. You know I've asked all the questions that I have had on my mind that was just burning. Joel, thank you so much for answering. Is there anything you want to say? Like, is there any remarks for you? Now that you know you survived death, you know. Um. I just want to say, I, I guess it's not so much about the appendix or anything, but it's, and this is on a serious note. <laughs> you really only have one body and you should take care of it. Um, so, you know, you don't have to be a top class athlete, but exercise, eat healthy, you know, do little things to take care of yourself. And that's really the message I want to give to everyone on this podcast. Well, you're a bit of a contradiction. I'm gonna stop you right there because you came um, to have been doing all that, and look where that look where that end up. So that okay. don't really you don't really have any confidence. Oh, so let that. me tell you, let me tell you why I'm saying that. Actually, when the, the nurse was looking at my vitals, she remarked on how good they were, and she was asking me like, you know, am I a runner? And I was like, yes. And she's like, yeah, that's why your recovery is going to be so well, so fast and so good. And I just, I looked at my charts as well. My prostate was in good health. My liver was in good health. Like all, all of all of my organs, everything was in good health. All of my blood work came back really good. So I'm just saying this not to show off, but just to say that had I been leading a horrible lifestyle, things could have been worse. Or my recovery could have been a little bit more complicated. So, uh, girl, girls, I just want everyone listening to know that as we are recording, I have alcohol in my coffee <laughs> cup. I made myself, <laughs> I, I made myself an espresso martini. So it's okay to have a drink, you know. Oh, it's okay to have a drink, of course. But I mean, come on, like you know, take a walk. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, like you know your yeah. vitals and, and whatnot yeah 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 you don't you don't have to be you don't have to be uh are you saying bolt or serena williams you know but you have to just take some time to i'm not just yeah, what not about just, not just no not just oh oh yes let me just say this not just from a physical point of view but from a mental point of view as well because baby so i have like two head bosses one of them messaged me saying, hey, how you doing? Heard about the surgery. Take as much time as you need. And then the other one messaged saying, you have 41 institutional leads assigned to you. Should I reassign them to somebody else? Oh. And I was just like, bitch, I just got discharged from the hospital. You don't even care about my well-being. So fuck that job and take time for yourself. That is nasty. That is Which nasty. one was who's higher? The the nice one or the bitchy one? Um they they're on equal levels, but remember my company is kind of split into two, but I work for both sides of the organization. So they kind of they yeah. yeah. Girl, it just goes to show that you are just a space. You're, you're replaceable. Everyone's replaceable. Yeah. And you know, you forgot you forgot something else important that you need to take care of. Not only your physical and mental, but I would say meta. I would say more like metaphysical or 
spiritual in a sense because you have to have good karma because in our last recording it was mentioned that you know Joel got red for fills don't make me laugh I'm not supposed to Joel Joel got red for fills you know we 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 sort of hinted at that and I told him I always say to him I'm like Joel bad karma you have to watch where these people these people will curse you like it's obia it's modern day obia nowadays so when he had to go to the hospital I literally like did a that's a weaver and I gasped I was like oh my god somebody put a hex on him I mean know exactly who it was so you know what siempre bruja everyone take care of others you know If you're not a if you're not a nice person, I just stay away from people. <laughs> just don't just don't put yourself in this space to generate bad energy. You know, like just have no friends. Because you might end, just, you might end up bleeding out on a a surgery a surgery bed or something. Girl, quiet as it is kept. I'm sure if we go in some new refrigerator, we will see a chicken foot with Joel name tied to it. I hope Joel by some sage cleanses his spirit his apartment maybe go to mass or something but I'm glad that you're well you're healthy you know you're we're glad you're still with us but anyway before we go how was Coachella I did not go Coachella I'm not one of those girls um but <clears throat> uh This is actually moving quite a lot more serious than I thought it would be, which it's interesting because this podcast serves as like video diaries in a sense. So just like a few months ago, <laughs> we were talking about my escapades and now everything is really iterating on one person. That's I just think funny. I just think it's funny. And I want to say this without saying too much. I just think it's funny that uh, a lot of the people that you're connected to were in Coachella this weekend. Girl, imagine if you had gone there. That would girl, I, that I honestly, I saw these stories and I was just like, "Fuck!" Awkward. <laughs> awkward. Girl. Oh, one last thing as we close off this podcast. Joel, you brought really close with death, and as far as I'm concerned, we need to talk about your life insurance policy and who is on your will as your benefactor. My mom. My mom. Ah. My mom. My mom. And actually, I have to put my uncle's name <clears throat> on my stuff at work, my 401k and everything. Um, so he would be the beneficiary and. Because my mom doesn't live in the United States, so that he would then give the money to my mother. So my mother gets everything. Fuck y'all. Bitch, you can at least leave me a blender or like a, a TV or something. I mean, I can leave you something. <clears throat> you know what I want? I want your most prized possession, that Janet Jackson poster. Uh, you know what? I don't know this about you, and you don't know this about me. So let me tell you now: when I die, I would like to be buried. I do not want to be cremated. Yeah, you will get the cheapest option. No, Josh. If you cremate me, if you, I will come and haunt you. 
Girl, we put in a garbage bag on Trinity Hudson. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? When I die, honestly, <clears throat> I don't know. I honestly just want to disappear. I don't even want my body to be found. Like I just want to. I just want to be gone. <laughs> no, I want. I want your funeral to be drama. Oh my gosh, Ugh. girl. Well, guys, I'm. Thanks for bearing with us. Um, I'm glad we got to get get y'all something a bit late, a day late, a few days late. But you know, this is breaking news, and we'll be back to our regular regular scheduled program. Wait, hold on. So we're actually releasing this episode today, or? Oh my god. Oh no. So we're releasing this on Sunday. Oh no, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, we're releasing this on Sunday. We're releasing this on Sunday. Today's Tuesday, but we're releasing this on Sunday because we just want to make sure that we don't miss another week. And even in my sixth state, I still made an announcement because we love you guys and we really do appreciate y'all working with us for the past how many episodes. Thank you so much. Hi, Josh. Bye. Bye.